Bojo. Ani. Welcome to Enwaying, our sound podcast. This is our podcast about raising children in Anishinaabemowin as second language learners. I'm Mashko Gapakwe, and this is my husband. Here we will be talking about stories, challenges, triumphs, and tips as we share our experiences about our household of five. Beam again. Kids, we we were able to stay in the language with them 
um, all day. So uh, sometimes that you have to kind of be creative in how you're trying to uh, relay a message to them. Sometimes, like, I don't know how to say something to them, so I have to figure out how to say it in the language, including, like, how I kind of, like, if I don't know a certain grammar pattern, I have to kind of talk around that. So, yeah, so this podcast, this first one, I think we're going to talk about raising children in the language and kind of what that looks like and... Um, how we're how we're doing with that? Um, we have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. So, how would you describe um, the spirit of each of our kids if you wanted to just sum it up quickly? Our three-year-old is like their character. Yeah. So, like as we move forward, I kind of want to paint a picture um, of our household. Our daughter. Um, like she's really communicating now verbally and emotionally and uh, she to other people that she doesn't know she's very shy Um, so she doesn't really talk to new people that she's met Um, she's not that type of person to just go up to someone and start talking Um, but for us, she's very communicative, and um, she, right now, because, like, our family doesn't speak um, so she gets the language from us, so she gets English from our family, and so right now, she's kind of speaking 50-50 English and Anishinaabemowin. But she understands, like when I talk to her in the language, she understands everything I'm saying. Uh, yeah. And I, her son, he's one and he's, I think he's moving up in his communication. Um, I think because he has his, uh, an older sibling that is talking all the time, so he's his uh, ability to communicate is is moving up quicker than I think she was at, at his age. Yeah, I would agree with that. Our daughter is a very silly spirit. Um, she's, she's, I would say, like a type A personality. She likes things a certain way. She likes to do things that are productive and likes things organized in a certain fashion. And... Um, um, Loves to move like any other kid, loves to run and jump and and play, and um, has a really good sense of humor. Um, we're really learning that, uh, practicing that laughter. And then our son, I don't want to go here, but he's a typical Sag. <laughs> he's a typical Sagittarius. He's just, he's just motoring, ready to go, very wild, free spirit, um, very interested in what what adults are doing, loves cooking, loves to watch what's going on in the kitchen, and very good at communicating even though he is not um, yet, and verbally. Um, he's just beginning to say things like achu and, you know, like when we go hush or shh, you know, he'll put his finger up and say shh. Um, he's very good at communicating when there's things going on, when the coffee machine is done, 
if the timer on the on the oven is done, you know, those kinds of things. Um, and I'm very serious, very contemplative at the same time. So um, that's just kind of like to paint uh, a picture of kind of the energy going on in the household, just moving forward. Because um, we're both learners, we don't have all of the words that we want to express. And sometimes it's not until you're in the situation of like, someone spills milk on the carpet or something and um, you're trying to tell them the reason why they shouldn't do that or what happened and you don't have all the words to express or you're playing um, playing Legos with them and they're trying to build something and you don't have all the words to like say attach it or turn it over or things like that um, so that's one of the things is kind of as a as a learner and we're trying to speak to our children we don't always have the words in that moment and you either find another way to say it or we just don't we just don't say it we just don't break into English um, was there anything else you wanted to well, first and foremost, any immersion setting comes headaches, um, which um, thankfully I know just from learning a language previous to Nishnabemwin. I'm not saying that everybody should learn another language before they learn Nishnabemwin or their own language, but for me personally, it would have been way harder because I wouldn't have been able to relate or understand certain concepts of language language learning and separate that from my emotional stuff that comes along with learning your own language, especially in the Schnabemwin and the way it was taken. So for me, learning German before learning in the Schnabemwin was so helpful it's helpful to know that like the headaches are normal, the frustration and the blockage in your head after a certain point is normal. Getting to a certain point in a sentence or someone else speaking to a certain point and then you kind of losing all meaning after that, like holding on to it for so long and then losing it all out of fatigue. Um, those are all just like normal parts of immersion, I think. Um, and thankfully, like learning that I could only go so far in German before learning grammar and then having that grammar piece to add into um, socializing and using it into in a practical way, um, like all together really helped me when I had to transfer that over into Nishinaabemwin because there was such an emotional part to that that I had to carry along with it. So in regards to teaching my kids, um, put the headaches and the frustration aside um, and the grammar part aside, I just never imagined myself up until a couple of years ago parenting in a different language and so my, my brain does not yet think completely Anishinaabe like when I'm trying to speak Anishinaabe when um and parent at the same time because my parenting brain is all in English and my Anishinaabe when is all in my heart and it is so hard to go back and forth and back and forth all the time it's not just uh, sometimes I don't have the words it's sometimes I'm so tired from going back and forth back and forth between what is logical and what is feeling and this concept of parenthood in itself. So that has been challenging. 
um, when you get into a heated moment with your family, uh, tension arises and the feelings are there. Um, anger, frustration, your patience is gone. Um, you're trying to control the situation or, or make the best of it. And when you're that frustrated, you're not in a place to kind of find those words either. And that is a really real thing because we all know being a parent is like super, there are times where it really pushes you to your limits, right? So I would also say that, um, did I stir up anything while I was talking that you can think of? Cause I, I could probably think of a couple more, but I don't really want to focus too much more on it. Um, just kind of what you're saying is that like when you're, when you, when you're, uh, in moments of like, maybe you're frustrated with your children or your husband or your wife or your partner, um, like things just happen, um, and you're not necessarily in a place to translate when it's your second language. Um, and I think, like, I can only reference movies and stuff like that when you see, like, um, a Spanish speaker or something yelling at someone and they're yelling in Spanish. <laughs> That's such a good example, yeah. And Especially because there's so much more driven behind your first language, right? Yeah, so that was, like... They might be able to speak broken English, but because they're angry or whatever, then they're yelling in Spanish. So I can see that, um, how that can happen in in um, using Anishinaabemowin too and trying to... And not just frustration. I think like there's moments of shock or moments of awe or moments of surprise where you don't even know how you would react in English as a parent and then to then have to be like oh god I don't even know how I feel about this in the moment presently in my English mind because that's how we feel as parents you know in regular moments of um, first milestones or whatever and then how do I translate this right now especially because it's such a monumental moment like quickly quickly like there's also those times too I think yeah, that kind of reminds me of, like, I sometimes I, I want to react in English. <laughs> and I want to, like, say things, like, and just be silly with, like, you just want to be silly with your kids. And you hear all these, like, all these English, ex- English expressions that are in your head. And you want to say them or, like, the, the expressions from... Just being from the res, <laughs> like saying, oh, that's deadly, or scolding. <laughs> um, like, I can't really say those things to them. And our, I would say our daughter's probably a little behind in English. And sometimes I want, like, I know that if we only spoke English to her, like, how, how well. She, she'd be Lion. Yeah, like how well of a speaker of English she would be. Yeah, it would be crazy. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, but at the same time, like I have to sit back and think. Like another thought that I have, that I always have, is like, oh, she's probably behind in both languages because I can't give her everything in Anishinaabemowin. Um, 
but then I think then I have to sit back and think, well, look at how much she does know in Anishinaabe one. Like she knows a lot of words and she understands pretty much pretty much everything that, that I say to her. Um, it's just getting her exposure to other speakers and stuff. That's the hard. That's the the hard part. But um. But yeah, just those those English expressions or being in the moment or trying to be funny or um, playing around and being excited and. And um, I think she'll get there. Like I think. So for second language, like bilingual children, um, it usually takes them longer to get as far as monolingual children because they have two. But by the time that they get there, I think we've talked about this before, but they're, it's like exponential. So by the time they come around to the same spot, they've, already, they've gone twice the, twice the length. So they know quadruple the amount, right? Um, so when they come into other places like music, math, spatial, uh, empathy, even feelings, emotional, whatever, their brain just works in, in, in different ways, art, music, um, because they've already done, they already have like done that work on their board, on their, their, in their brain, on their little panel there. Um, so I know that she'll get there with English. And I've, that's, I've had to, like, that's taken me a while to realize and to sit back and be like, it's okay, she'll get there. There's no need to worry about the English part. The Anishinaabe one part is, is tough because we both know that, like, if we were fluent speakers, she'd be, again, flying in Anishinaabe one. But for me, as a mother, uh, as a as a gushe, I have to tell myself that, like, well, now this is pretty general to this whole situation, but I have to tell myself that, like, if for whatever reason she is not fluent or she, I don't get her, like, it doesn't meet the expectations that I set out or whatever, like, one, it's not about me, and two, I'm sure she'll forgive me for trying as hard as I did, like, and that's what I'm doing at the moment. Um, just trying everything I can to move forward in my learning and to get further for her. And I think it's working, actually, I do. Um, currently, I forgot to mention I'm in school. I'm taking um, early childhood education in Nishnapimwin. So it's trying to be a you know an Indigenous-led-based program about early childhood education um, with also an immersion um, component. So since then, that started in January, it's now March, um, I've noticed an increase. Um, but I'll admit, I, I do use English a little bit in the home, just when I cannot get the message clear, if it's about something serious like safety, um, then I'll bring it in. But Monty um, Ozawa, he has not spoke. He has not spoken one word of English since the day they were both born. So I just have to let everyone know that um, because I wish that's what that was my goal, and I had to to break here and there, but um, I have to give it to him. So I'll just let you in on that secret. <laughs> I guess we'll add to that too, is that we speak English to each other. Um, we will speak in the language to each other. Um, 
part of the time, but I think when we're talking to each other, we're, we speak mostly in English. And that, um, there was a time where we tried only speaking in the language, and I said, look, for my mental health, I just need to be able to speak to my partner in English when I need to, about just regular day stuff, especially instructions and stuff, but originally the plan was like completely in a schnapp in one household. Um, but it, it's yeah. just really hard because you get trapped in your own head when you can't express what you need to say. So, sorry to interrupt again. Um, and then, for me, um, we just recently introduced her, like, within this past year of being in a pandemic because we're with them 24-7. Um, we kind of introduced her to more English movies and TV shows um, so she does get that um, she does get English from that too and uh, once in a while um, you know she will put on like a playlist on YouTube of Anishinaabe and only videos that are out there there's not a whole lot of diversity out there um, but uh, there are some kind of directed at kids that she's able to watch although she's kind of bored of them because we keep there's no new ones that are created and there's only a limited amount of content that's out there and they're not long right because it's so much work to do with no funding and on your own and for our own you know most of and when is like self-funded by people who care because you're just trying to get the content out there so it's usually not that long um you know it's not a full-length movie like disney so um, it's not like I can sit her down in a 60-minute Nishinaabe Moon video that's going to keep her attention like, you know, Disney Frozen would, right? So that's also a challenge, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, so and the other thing is I'll try and put on like other language um, things so uh, French or Spanish or just another another language and it'll be a cartoon of something and it'll keep her attention but it's in another language um, like the latest thing she's into is like Paw Patrol Paw Patrol and so I'll find a French version of Paw Patrol on YouTube and I'll play that for her and she'll just watch the show and it'll all be in French just to, just so that she's getting um, other another language other than other than English. Yeah, and I should really be you know diving back into German and reintroducing that because I did a lot of that when she was young, and then the toddlerhood happened, then another baby happened, and you just kind of forget. So. Um, I know we're also interested in learning sign language together, um, Monty and I, and perhaps someone else, one of our friends. Um, so that could be something that we also incorporate into the family. Um, I think would be really good. Um, I just think that the more exposure to language learning, the more um, support and increase in learning for the existing languages that you've already acquired. 
So yeah, I should really um get back on that. Ich vergesse mein Deutsch Sprache. Yeah. So I guess one of the things that we do is um we'll if if it's an activity that we that we're gonna do with them or a game or a playtime. Like what I'll do is I'll kind of if I know there's a word that I don't know, I'll look it up really quickly and then try and use it as much as I can. And so a lot of um especially with um our daughter, she likes to do like play with her little dolls or these little people that we have her play with or her uh, stuffy toys. She likes to do like talking stuff. So I'll, I've been trying to figure out, okay, where does she lack in her um, speaking ability? And I'll try and, or what does she doesn't know how to say or has trouble saying? And I'll kind of imitate that with these little toys. So that's one thing that I um, that I'll do is I'll or a couple things that I'll do is I'll look up words if I don't know them and for if they're for that specific activity then I'll try and use that word as much as I can while we do that activity and then um, when she uses her toys and wants to play like um, we just make up different scenarios of what these people are doing going to the store or whatever um she's she's really obsessed with doctors right now we have a whole doctor kit as well because obviously the pandemic and all the masks and whatnot yeah so she does a lot of like so we have a little doctor kit that we have and she checks checks the temperature and gives a needle and different things like that so the stethoscope and their heart and yeah, yeah she's really into people being sick and going to the hospital or going to the doctor's office and <clears throat> that's been like a whole she thing had a in phase, itself. Yeah, she had a phase where she was she had her little house and there'd always be a fire and the <laughs> fire truck would come and <laughs> we'd have to save the person inside so <laughs> thinking of words around that um, looking up words in that um Shout out to Rochelle. She has some really good resources that we've been able to get in, um, to use um, to help with. Yeah, so Rochelle Allen has resources, has ideas, and um, has a YouTube page if you look up her name. And has hosted immersion events for our family, which have been beautiful and wonderful. And so we'll, yeah, we'll talk about our other later on. later episode. Mm-hmm. But um, and maybe one day have them as guests but on this podcast um so what are other things that you use to so storytelling so tprs for sure so total physical body no total physical response storytelling um i didn't realize that that was what i was using for so long because it was the technique that we i had used or learned through different immersion um programs I had attended um which I'll get into in a later time um so a lot of the time when I don't know exactly what I want to say or I don't know exactly how to say it with the proper grammar 
I'll end up acting it out, acting a scenario out a couple of ways for her to understand or even for my son to understand. Um, so I was talking about a, a beaver and dragging the log and I didn't know how to use the word or I couldn't, yeah, I, I was trying to look for a word for like gnaws the, the tree down and drags it or something like this. I can't really remember and so there I am, like, you know, acting it out, like, oh, uh, I'm making dough, zombs are good, 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 like, you know, do you have something I can use, um, to pull this, this log, you know, I think we were watching Leading the Tramp or whatever, so we were, you know, talking about, you know, something silly like that, but anyways, a lot of the time it's me, um, acting out the scenario to explain like a word or a situation that I maybe don't know, don't know how to say like a fluent speaker. Um, our whole house is labeled. I'll tell you that. Um, we have wor- we have had word lists up and down. Like up, we put them up, and then they've come down. New ones have gone up over the last five years. We still have post-it notes on the walls, masking tape everywhere, word lists in the bathrooms laundry rooms everywhere so that was just like one little thing um that helps me for like constantly seeing words that I need to use in my life every day that I don't really need to spend time on on just studying over and over again putting them up on the wall is good is good enough for me to refer to and then after you know five six times I remembered it um or I have, have stored it in my head um Yes, I have like a, I have an iPod that I have just the Anishinaabe one on, and um, our daughter calls that her phone. So um, if we're in the car or somewhere, um, we don't use it a lot. But um, when she turns that on, there's only Anishinaabe one on it. Different songs and different resources and stories and stuff so she can only choose from that um so that's one thing that kind of keeps her in the language and just seeing videos like there's videos on facebook and youtube but um one of the things is when that i noticed is when she sees other children speaking or even if they're just repeating words and she sees that um, it kind of pushes her to use the language Um, and I think that like I know when I talked about how far she would be in English and I know if she was around other kids I think and other speakers speaking to her as well um, like I can just imagine how far she would be in the language as well um, but yeah, we're, st- we're, we're still, uh, we're still on that journey, I guess, and we'll see, we'll see where it goes, and we're still kind of thinking about where we're going to go next in terms of, I guess, schooling, um, there's different options that we, that we're thinking of, and going to an immersion school or homeschooling or trying to start an immersion school 
these different uh, different options that we can try and try and go with, and it's all uh, it's a challenge, I guess, to to look forward to. Because we're in immersion household, I forget a lot of the time about you know teaching her about her introduction and praying with her and stuff. Because I'm thinking so much about the language, and so I've been trying to go back more to that, especially when we're outside. And so a lot of the time to get her to help her know who she is and whatnot, because I don't really know how to navigate that in English, because that's not an English thing. And I don't really know how to navigate it in Ishtabhiman, because I'm just, you know, on this journey myself. So every time we go up to something outside, you know, a tree, or if it's really nice out, or if we see a hawk... Um, we like stop and if we have salmon we lay it down and if we don't sometimes we just introduce ourselves and she didn't used to like to do that because she didn't really understand and I kind of I didn't make a game out of it but I would like kind of like shout it out you know and so she began you know um, saying her spiel the same way and now it's like kind of our thing so um that's one way and one thing that's cool about when we go outside because it's, it's always easier to use it outside because those are our words, right? Um, not necessarily easier, but everything flows a little bit more, although we don't get it to go outside as much as I would like just being in the city and being in a pandemic. It's, it makes it hard. Um, other things that we do in the language... Sometimes we have activity kits like puzzles or Play-Doh that I'll end up just putting a whole word list on and laminating and putting into the pack so that we can just use it when we're pulling that activity out. Um, well, I was okay. going to say, before we do, did you want to, like, do a little piece in the shopping one? I know that people who were interested in this podcast were interested in, are you guys going to do it all in the language? So even though I'm not great, I still think that's what some people want to hear and whatever and if you wanted to do that I'd be cool even though you know I don't speak correctly I make loads of mistakes if you wanted to just uh, maybe commit to five or ten minutes in the language at the end okay I think that would be kind of cool and if we get better we get better and if we don't and or we can move it to the front it doesn't matter we're going to show at the watchman again and um um Windemoying uh, summary. Wiganish Jaja Kedoyan. Kedoying? Yeah. Mage. Goals win Suenda Man Wajigayan Bama. Gooding. Gunabashni on Knutan Mandal. Kikidia. Momentum. Momentum the Nishnabem. Jibwa, Jibwa Shaganashimia. Gishpin. Kishpen Nishnabem Tuadwa Kijansuk Kijansuk 
Maybe that would be more helpful to people to hear us go back and forth. What's your favorite uh, meal? Ka. What's your favorite meal time or your favorite time of the day with the kids? Um, 
Where should we go? Yeah, no, stop knock shit we snow in and then the Kinamage quest and then knock quick we snow in at uh no we cinema um and the memoir and on Kishapan to Gishkak and Quija mission King Tam Jabwag the uh Kishi Taying Oganesh Organization <laughs> Bucket to Kwin. Um, yeah, Zagidwin's fasting journey. Namen went on. Um, aha. Gintam make one in the Maka Dendam. Okay, the Papa Nandam. Papa. Yeah, okay, get Nanagadwendam. Kind of but So, we talked about some of the books that we liked reading and then we liked reading to the kids. And there's a limited amount out there. Um, so, I'll, I wanted to add that um, we do read to the kids in language too. And even we have English books, we'll translate ourselves mm -hmm. in the language. And sometimes if it's a new book, then we get stuck on how to say something. Um, but if we if we keep reading the same book, like the same English book over, then oh. we're able to translate. Hmm. That's another one that we read since the beginning of Sade's pregnancy. Anyways, yeah. keep going. Yeah. yeah, so we have these... Um, yeah, so we'll talk about more about mm -hmm. kind of different books that we have later. Um, but yeah, we... Uh, that's one of the other things that we do with them. Um, so we, we'll read the 
the books that we have in the language that are out there. Um, but then we'll also translate English books. And sometimes we have the words in the book translated, but most of the time it's just the English wording and we'll just translate as we go. Um, so yeah, um, I think that's it. Yeah, after like maybe six or seven episodes, we'll probably do um, a place for Q&A, I think, so that like when we do what this release it or whatever, that there's a place to like kind of help us, give us feedback on like what what's what people are interested in, and I think maybe next time we'll start in Nishinaabemwin um, first, and then go into English after, and that might be a good way, so... Shemigwetch for being part of the first experience here. Hello, Miigwetch. Bamapi. Bamapi, go up and then.